Remain standing, please. Take your Bibles and turn to Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5. Thank God for Calvary this morning. Genesis chapter 5. We'll begin in verse 21. Genesis 5, verse 21. And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Turn over to Genesis 6, verse 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Thank you for the privilege once again and the beautiful day you've given us together in your house. And God, has become time now for the preaching of thy word. Lord, we ask you just to anoint our pastor afresh. Help him, Lord, to, as he stands to preach. Uh, Lord, to preach him with your power and with your conviction upon thy word this morning. Impart thy word to our hearts and our lives, Lord, that uh, Lord would be changed this morning, oh, yes. dear God. And Lord, if there's one yes. lost among us, Lord, that come to know Christ as their Savior. And Lord, as we look toward uh, uh, the time of remembrance this morning, as we remember the Calvary that we sang about, Lord, help us, Lord, to remember the blood that was shed, the body that was broken, and uh, Lord, to, to cherish that, and Lord, help us to search our hearts, dear God, and uh, uh, Lord, that we might partake of, uh, Lord, that time and remembrance of you. We ask it in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Be seated. Many of God's people desire to, for God to use them. Many of God's people want God in some fashion or form to help them, especially when we have a need. And Many times where many are searching for something that they're looking for God to do for them, through them, in them, for His glory and honor. And yet they seemingly never get it. And they get frustrated in saying, why do some get it and some don't? Well, this morning I, I'm going to bring it. Perhaps I almost didn't, I've almost debated about preaching it because of the simplicity of it, and yet I have found that some of the greatest things God does, He wraps in simplicity. Perhaps that's for me, so I don't miss it, and I can get it if it's kept simple. So, with the help of God, this morning I want to preach on just keep. Walking, Enoch and Noah have some things that are that were in common. One, they were both delivered from the perils, if you will, in trials of this world. And yet, it's interesting they were delivered in totally two different ways. With Enoch, God just reached down and took him out. 
And the Bible's explanation and God's explanation of that, and Enoch was not, for God took him. That's it. God doesn't explain anything else. He doesn't go into any greater detail other than just the fact God said, Enoch, he says, I'm going to take care of you. He just rested in and Enoch was not, for God took him. I'm amazed, though, because God with Noah, God didn't take Noah out of it. God took the world out of it. Literally, God destroyed the world all around him, saving only eight. And that number of new beginning. But in both these cases, the Bible tells us that they found mercy and grace of God. And, uh, man, I got to wonder, why, why did they get that? What made them unique? Did, the Bible is very clear when God says He's no respecter of persons. means He doesn't love anybody better than He does you. He doesn't do more for anyone else than He does for you. So what is the, what's the common thread that these men did? As a matter of fact, uh, of course, Noah built that great ship, but um, you wouldn't count them as heavenly superstars, if you will. But they had, but, but this was what they had common. They just kept walking, and the Bible says that Enoch walked with God, and the Bible says that Noah walked. With God. They just kept walking. One of the most amazing facts in the Bible is this. That if you want victory, and it's there. It's available for all of God's people. I I have forever preached and will until I die. I, I do not believe that we have to live with our chin in our shorts. We don't have to live discouraged or despairing and all these kind of things. Uh, Victory is there. But the reality is, are we walking with God? For those in the midst of trouble or discouragement or persecution or ridicule or family or peer pressure, whatever, whatever you could imagine... Just keep walking. Now, I'm glad God didn't say something here. Um, I walk every day. I usually walk two miles in the morning and two miles in the evening. But I'm telling you something. If, if I'm running, you, you better stop and help me. Something's after me. I hated running in school, and I'm not running now. Now, unless it's a dog, and I'll run in a heartbeat. God, it's all right. Hey, Lord, the Bible says there wouldn't be any dogs in heaven. I know why. Amen. So relationship. And, and so we find that, but, but he didn't say not running. Uh, he didn't say not scaling mountain peaks. It's not what he said. Hallelujah for that. He didn't say we had to make a lot of progress. Here's what he's saying. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. First of all, this morning, let me help you. First, we realize this. A relationship with God 
has always been defined as a walk. Romans 6, 4, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into the death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk, walk in newness of life. Romans 8, 1, There is therefore now no condemnation, amen, that good, to them which are in Christ Jesus. Now notice the second part. We like that no condemnation. What simply is it? God's not going to condemn you, but hold it. Second part, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now just stop there. That tells me that God is going to give you a choice. And some are not here this morning because they're walking after the flesh. But you're here this morning, I pray, because you're walking after the Spirit. But notice, it's a walk. Romans 13, 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy. Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. 1 Corinthians 7, 17. But as God has distributed to every man, as the Lord God hath called everyone, so let him walk, walk. And so ordain I all the church. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Galatians 5, 16. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. From the time we begin a relationship with God, it is ordained, it is defined by a walk. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. And uh, I love that. Amen. I love that. Isaiah writer said, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk. They shall walk and not faint. A whole lot of God's people are fainting today. Falling by the wayside. Quitting. Sunning in the towel. A whole lot of folks are fainting And I believe the reason is somewhere they just stopped walking. Just keep walking. One of the the greatest truths and one of the greatest things that God wants all of us to do. And I love this. All of us can do that. He doesn't take much to walk, you know. One step in front of the others. We learned that about what? One, one and a half, two. And so one step in front of the other. He had the idea that we all can do that. I'm glad smart people can walk with God. And if they are smart, they will. But oh, don't you love this? Those dumb as a box of rocks can too. Amen. Isn't that a blessing? Those that are good looking can walk with God, and they should. But you know, the ugly as they can walk with God too. Isn't that good? The rich can walk with God, and he should. But you know something? The poor can walk with God as well. Isn't that a blessing? 
I love that. I love that. The fact that God says the Christian, a relationship with a holy God of heaven is defined by a walk. Just keep walking. Now, someone said, well, preacher, what, what about Hebrews 12.1? Wherefore, sin we're confessed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight. And the sin which does so easily besets, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. You say, you said it's a walk. It is. But notice, this race he's talking about, this running this race, it's different than any other race I've ever seen. I mean, because in every race, the fastest wins if it don't cheat. The fastest car, the fastest runner, the fastest horse. Whoever's the fastest wins the prize. But I love this. Oh, what a blessing this is. Solomon said this in Ecclesiastes 9-11. I return and saw in the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor to the battle to the strong. I love that. He said the battle's not to the fastest. The battle, you, you don't win because you're the fastest. You win because you just keep walking. You just keep walking. Oh, if I see anything today, I see this. A lot of folks have walked with God for many years. But something along the way has got them sidetracked. and They're no longer walking with God. Oh, um, by the way, and I, I, I'm, oh my goodness. They don't walk anymore. You know, we've all heard the story of the tortoise and the hare. How many remember the, the tortoise and the hare? Ah, yeah, that, that story is so true. I mean, why did the tortoise win the race? I mean, the hare's out running him, he's running circles around him, making fun. But finally, he gives out and goes to sleep. But the tortoise just keeps walking just keeps walking. Oh my goodness, my goodness. The Bible, and I love this. Genesis 13. God gives Abraham a, a powerful, amazing promise. In Genesis 13, he said, The Lord said to Abram, After that law was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it, to thy seed forever. Notice that, to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed be numbered. Verse 17. Arise, Here's how Abraham is going to get it. Are you listening? Walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. God said, Abram, I'm going to give you everything you can see, but I want you to do something. I want you just to keep walking. Walk through the land. Walk it. Walk it. It's almost like a, you go buy a piece of property and you find where the stakes is and you walk the land. 
God said, Abraham, I'm giving it all to you. Here's what I want you to do. He said, I want you just to keep walking. He tells him this. He said, every, every inch of land your foot touches, it's yours. As long as we keep walking. Now, God has never said that this walk would not have hardship. God's never promised that this walk would always be easy. Nor has God ever promised that this walk would not have some trials. But you just got to keep walking. You just got to keep walking. Because, and God's never said that. God's never promised that. God's never told us that if we just keep walking, it's going to be, it's, we're on a good ship, lollipop, sailing out to, to Jesus comes. God's never told us that. God did say, I'm going to put you on the old ship of Zion, and she's a battleship. She's a ba- I mean, she's going to be beaten, knocked. It's a battleship. But one day, she's going to pull into the, uh, the, the, the harbor of glory, and a battle's going to be over. Just keep walking. I love that. Psalmist said, Yea, though I walk to the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, my, thy rod and thy staff, they cover me. Psalmist said this. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to go to a valley, a valley. But he said, I'm not going to stay. He said, I'm going to have to go through this valley of death. Miss Peggy's family, tomorrow will walk, and they have since Friday morning, they will walk through that valley. Many in our church, all through our church, many of you have walked through that valley of the shadow of death. You've stood by the casket. You've, you've been through the, to the, the, we did just, just last week, Jason's grandmother. Oh, we, we all do. Here's what he's saying. He said, I ain't going to stay there. I'm just going to keep walking. And you just got to keep walking. And the moment you stop, you're in trouble. And if you happen to stop in that valley, you're in real trouble. You're in real trouble. You just got to keep walking. You just have to keep walking. Here's what he said. He said, I'm not going to do that. Now, God said, I love this. In Job 23, 11, My foot hath held his steps, his ways. Way have I kept and not declined. Sometimes we have to walk through the darkness. And through a desert. Sometimes we have to walk in the midst of the fire and in the midst of foe or the enemy. Sometimes, sometimes the journey's not pleasant. But you know what? You just have to keep walking. But God does something else when we just keep walking. Relationship with God has always been defined by walking. Always. Brother Ryan's going to help me illustrate this. I'm going to let him play God. He's not, but we're going to let him be God this morning. Amen? Here's the misconception. I've met with too many people. Too many. And they never grasp this truth. So this morning my prayer is that you would get it. If it'll get it, if you get it, it'll change your life. 
Here's the way most people perceive God. Now, God, I need this. God, I need help. God, help me, help me, help me. And I'm going to sit down right here and wait till it comes. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You'll be sitting there and Jesus comes and you still ain't going to get what you want and what you need. God has never worked out of it. Never has. Here's how God works. You start walking towards... You're walking with God. You're walking with God. And as you are walking with God, you know, we can be honest, can't we? Uh, we're just here this morning. It's not always easy getting up and coming to church on Sunday morning. It's a little bit harder getting up on Sunday morning and getting to Sunday school. Amen? That's okay. It's okay say, I tried. It is. Like the lady went in and told us, her husband said, you've got to go to church. She said, I ain't going. She said, you have to. He said, why? Because you're the preacher. <laughs> it's always easy. But you just got to keep walking. You know, Sunday night, well, we'd all like to pull the recliner in low gear and just stay there and watch ball games. Amen. That's right. But you know what? You just got to keep walking. On Wednesday night, when you worked hard all week long and you give totally out, my soul, you just just totally give out. You don't know what to do. But, but you know what? It'd be so easy. But you know what you do? You just keep walking. And you just keep walking. You know, Sunday school, uh, and I know that some of you have grown it, and, and I'm not angry with you. I, I, I pity that you've arrived. All right, I pity you've arrived. I hadn't. And, and, and Sunday school, but, but you know what? Those that just keep walking. Here's what happens. In the midst of just, but not just in church. I'm talking about walking with God on the job on Monday. I'm not talking, I'm talking about not being ashamed to, to share the gospel with somebody that's lost. I'm, I'm not, I'm talking about walking with God to where they wouldn't bust out laughing because they heard you cussing last week. I ain't forgot what I'm saying. I'm talking about a walk with God that whenever you, you, you the people around you, they don't have, you don't have to wear the big Jesus button for them to know that you know Jesus. I'm talking about a walk with God. I'm talking about to your children and said, does daddy and mama walk with Jesus? Well, not if he don't, not unless he cuts like a sailor. I walk with God. Just keep walking. And here's what happens. As we walk with God, we come and we're in the midst of walking with God that Wednesday night, God's going to show up right in the middle of your world. And He's got some stuff with Him. He's got some stuff with Him. He's got help for your marriage. He's got help. I, I, I just need to help you. I'm really trying to help you. You're not going to find life-changing help for your marriage in this world. This world don't give a flip. 
this world's a bunch of uh, 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 homosexuals marrying themselves. They ain't got the answers. No, no. But when you're just walking, you didn't even expect it to happen, but you're just walking. You know, boy, my marriage needs some help, and God's going to have you some help for your marriage. And here's the thing about it. You don't know what service He's going to do it. You don't know what day He's going to You don't know when and how He's going to do it. Someone said, man, I need direction for my life. He's got that. Someone said, man, my children are driving me crazy. Can I, he's got help for that. Yeah, he nailed that. Oh, you said, man, I need a job. I, I need a job. And, and, and uh, but you know, he, he nailed jobs. He got me. No problem. Man, he, 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 he formed the, he, he gave a man mind to create some things, build some things. Why, yeah. Boy, I hear this all the time. Boy, preacher, we need to be encouraged. He's got some of that. Now hold it. He's got, he's got a blessing for you. You know, he's got an open door and he's got closed doors for you. Now here's, here's the problem. Now stay with me. I got to have me some water. I'm dry as a desert this morning. Now here's, here's the thing. God has done his part. But you decided, well, I'm just not going to church today. I'm just not going to go. And I'm just not going to go. They don't do this over there for me. They don't do this right now. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Why? He don't mean nothing whatsoever if you've just sat down and said, I'm just not going to walk today. God showed up what you needed. You're just not there to get it. So quit blaming God for the mess your life's in. He showed up. He showed up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Whatever you need, He's got. And you don't never know when He's going to give it to you. That's the most amazing thing. You can be seated. Thank you very much. He's amazing. He's amazing. I, I knew the day would come that God would say, I, I want this, my job. And it's down your little white church. And you know what I was doing? I said, okay, God, when, when, when we get this paid for, we get this done, we get that done, I do exactly what you do. I said, when we get all this done, I'll go full time, had it all planned out for him, had it all figured out for him, and then guess what he did? He stepped right in the middle of that on a Tuesday night of revival of all times. Revival meeting. And said... And just, he just, I was just walking. I just kept walking. I just kept walking. I just kept walking. Well, preacher, you had it easy. Really? Really? I was working 50 to 55 hours a week, going to school one night, and pastoring a church. Really? More than one Wednesday night, I walked in the pulpit and said, God, if you don't help me, I'm gonna, me and you both going to fall on the floor and I'll talk bad about you. And he would help me and infuse me with strength. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. He'd give me strength. 
But that Tuesday night, I just kept walking. And that Tuesday night, he was a-walking and slipped in beside him. He said, I, I want that job now, today, right now. And all the time, Brother Lockie's a-preaching. I'm sitting there telling God why that wouldn't work. You know, he didn't move him a bit. You know, he didn't get, he didn't get excited. He, he didn't, you know, he didn't listen to a thing I said. I give him every reason in the world. And at the end of the service, he said, okay, you going to do this or not? I said, okay. I just kept walking. Just kept walking. I'm trying to tell you how to get the victory. I'm telling you how to get the answer to you. I'm telling you how to get everything you want from God is you just got to keep walking. And the moment we stop walking, the Bible says in the book of Psalms, verse chapter number 1, Blessed is a man. Let me just read it so I don't get it wrong. Blessed is the man that walketh, walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, but no, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth, sitteth in the seat of the scornful. The moment we stop walking, we'll stand in the way of sinners. And the moment we stop walking, we will become that scorner that's sitting and gutting everything at the house of God, the preacher on down. You become that scorner every single time when you just stop walking. Just keep walking. Now God give me a promise. Somebody said, man, that boy preacher, it does, it gets hard. It gets hard, and it does sometimes. But a relationship with God is always defined by a walk. Behold it, there's a reality. There's a reality. And that is this. We never walk alone. Never. Most of you could whip one person if you had to. But you know what? When you have somebody with you, it's hard to whip too. Amen? And I, you may not have seen him, but I have somebody that walks with me. Amen? He'll wake up with me in the morning. He'll get in the car with me. He'll walk with me tomorrow. Uh, to, he, he'll walk in when, when, when Miss Donna can't go but so far while I'm doing the surgery on Brother Barry tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, this is Brother Barry's preaching. He told me, he said, I'll just, he said, preacher, I got a message for you. Since you're going to do my surgery, I'll do your preaching. Boy, ain't he got a good message? Hey, man, this is a good one. And I'm prepared for his surgery tomorrow. Hey, man, I sharpened up my knife like, hey, ready. We can't go but so far. They're going to stop her at the door. The doctor can do but just so much. Hallelujah. When he lays down on that table, there's somebody going to lay down beside of him. And that somebody is going to take his hand and guide the doctor's hands. And you say, you don't understand. I I know you, you just because... 
You know why you don't see that, understand that? Because you're not walking with God. He's not going to join you when you sit down and you start getting negative and, and gutting everything. And this ain't right. He, he's not going to sit down and join you in that mess. No. He'll join you if you just keep walking. I never walk alone. Well, I've been visiting a couple of times and I know you think it's funny. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's just funny. But praise God, a couple of times I've been visiting and they'd have a dog and I said, God, how'd you protect me? Amen? Because I ain't sure I ain't outrun this one. Psalmist said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Notice what he said, I'll fear no evil. Not because he's strong, not because he's smart, not because he's rich, not because of anything else other than for thou art with me. And thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Psalmist went on to say this, and man, what a statement. Whether shall I go from thy spirit? Or whether shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. I, we never, grace reality, will ever get a hold of this. You never walk alone. You never walk alone. One morning I was walking and it was early. It was like six. It was like five thirty, fifteen minutes to six in in the morning, and uh, and I was walking and and I mean I was just making around, no no problem, just praying and just 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 enjoying the Lord. And about that time, I heard a dog began to bark and it kept getting closer. And, 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 man, I had the urge to urge to walk a little faster. And then while I was walking, it just dawned on me. God, if, if I'm walking with you, then you're not going to let anything happen that you don't want to happen. We never walk alone. What a reality is. But you know what? You just got to keep Walking. Every marriage, every marriage, those that last years and years and years and years, there's no magic in them. They just keep walking together. They work through the problems. They talk to one another. They don't scream and holler. They talk to one another. And it's just, it's a walk. It's a walk together. And then you put God walking in the middle of it. My, you got to cry. If two or three are gathered, he's in the midst, he said. But we got to just keep walking. And the reality is, we never walk alone. My goodness. Last of all, we never walk alone. But notice this also. Well, I, no, I'm, not, I'm just going to pass over that, all right? The reason, number one, relationship with God has always been defined by a walk. Number two, the reality is we never walk alone. 
Number three, the reason the enemy used this tactic. In Judges chapter 1 and verse 6, And Adonai Bezek fled, and they pursued after him, caught him. Listen what they did. And cut off his thumbs and his great toes. You'd say, why in the world would they cut off his thumbs? He couldn't weld a sword. He couldn't weld a sword. Number two, cut off your big toes and you can't walk. And if you do walk, it's very hindered. Very, very hindered. The devil didn't kill him. The devil didn't run a spear through him. The devil didn't do anything but just cut off that ability to hold a sword and the ability to just keep walking. He knew he would never be a problem again. And from that time on, he just sat down. He just sat down. And the moment we sit down, the enemy's won. The moment we sit down, he's got you. The moment you sit down and stop walking, the moment you quit, then that's the time he's got you. And don't you miss this. He'll bring every... He's pursuing you that he might stop you from walking. I wonder what it's took. And I'm not booing this out. This is just an illustration. So don't get sideways. Amen. But I wonder what Satan used this morning to hinder those from walking to the house of God this morning. I wonder what it was. I wonder... Will he use it again next week if it works this week? Then I wonder, will he be using it a month from now because it worked the first week? The enemy just cut off his big toes. He stopped his walking. And Satan will do anything he can to stop you from walking with God. You know why? Because he knows a God has got those things for us. Victory in our life. As long as we keep walking. As long as we keep walking. Here this morning. Now, as long as you keep walking. Now, you got to be careful where you're walking. Because if, if you can, if Satan can, he'll put some things in your way to trip up your walk. A lot of people got tripped up. I, I, we've all, let's just get us. we've all... All of us, our walk has got tripped up sometime or another. So just get, let's be honest, can't we? Satan will trip up your walk. But you got to be careful where you walk. i got to tell this. Uh, I come home the other day and Darlene was just, she, she was just going on. I said, what's wrong? And she said, I got a box. And I went to the car. And she said, I stepped down on the step and it felt squishy. And I went, took to the car and I looked back and there was a black snake about that long sitting on the step. Now, 
She run, jumped on top of the car, was trying to get on top of the car. <laughs> Amen. Her and snakes don't do good at all. And here, here's what it was. She stepped on it, not knowing it was there. As a black snake, it didn't hurt her. It wasn't poisonous. But if it had been, she got walking. But may I say this? You just have to keep walking. There's no vital organs in the foot. Matter of fact, you can live for years and years without your feet. But let me say this. You can't keep walking. So this morning, we have to keep walking. You don't have to be a spiritual giant. You don't have to have an amazing ability. I find people all the time say, well, preacher, I just, I just can't understand the Bible. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Preacher, I ain't sure. I, I can't play like other people. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Preacher, I just can't do this and, or do that. Just keep walking. Every person here can just keep walking. And when we do, God will always do His part. When you have that need, when that situation comes up, whatever it is, just keep walking. Let's all stand to our